Welcome to Joe Pat on the Bets. This is your host, Joe Pat, with co-host Ryan V. Shalom. Yeah. Bro, what <laughs> ignorance. If everybody that Ooh. lives anywhere near a mountain doesn't fucking hate this guy right now, what's yeah, the deal? Yeah, speaking of hill, what kind of hillbilly... or something? What kind of hillbilly college calls their team the mountain... What kind of hillbilly college calls their teams the Aggies? Okay? This is an agriculture school. And you're calling the Mountaineers some hillbillies? Fuck off. Fucking farmers. You don't even deserve to be on Farmers Only. Yeah. Your ferocious defense held them to 83 plays. Good job, boys. Got smoked. Your ferocious defense. Oh, my God. Bro, I have nothing but insults right now. I'm going to refrain. Yeah, we're... You got slapped. Got slapped, bro. Got clapped. Oh, and cheeks feel... Just got outplayed. Straight up outplayed. All right. The rest of our preview for week three... First up, we've got Penn State and Auburn, Saturday, 3.30. Two respectful teams. Penn State's favored by three points on the road. Is there any shit talk place. about this one? Really, no, because Auburn went on the road to Penn State last year. Penn State whited them out, but there was a it was a great environment, and uh, Auburn fans were treated really well up in Pennsylvania. So what's the deal with Auburn? Why is, uh, why is this game not a bigger spread? It's only three. You want to know why this is a tight spread? Yeah. It has nothing to do with Auburn as a football team. What's up with it? Jordan Hare Stadium. That place has voodoo magic in it. Penn State is a better football team, but this is a hard place to play. This, I mean, the hard, this is equivalent to them going into the shoe and playing Ohio State for the kind of environment that will be there. Auburn's undefeated. Penn uh, State's undefeated. Have hope. They're both undefeated. Now, neither of them have a good quarterback, really. I mean, Sean Clifford's the better quarterback, but is he good enough to I mean, beat an SEC? He's done more picks than touchdowns this year. Well, and they've played some bad teams. Not San Jose State and 
Georgia State. San Jose is not that bad. No, they're not, they're not what they were last year. They should be, but they don't have Derek Dees. They ain't what they were last year. It's not like they're a bad team. They're just not as good as last year. That, this game is going to come down to uh, quarterback play and ball control. Who's going to Who's going to win those matchups? That'll determine a lot for this game. I have more faith in Sean Clifford than TJ Finley. I as well, but I have more faith in the Auburn run game than the Penn State run game. I have more faith in the Auburn defense. It is an SEC defense, so there's going to be heavy hitters, at least somewhere on the field. That Penn State true. has a good all-around team. They proved me wrong. I said they're a degrading football program, and uh, they didn't degrade very much. Nope. The model has this as a right on the money, same spread as, the, as Vegas, so that's a no play. Next up, we got Vanderbilt versus Northern Illinois, Saturday at 3.30. Northern Illinois is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Really? No. Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, Vanderbilt struggled against Lake Forest last week. That's the only reason I can come up with. Or specifically, Mike Wright struggled last week against Wake Forest. Northern Illinois hasn't been a very good football team in a couple of years. They had a good season when they were like 11-1, and 10-2 or something a couple of years ago. But other than that, it's pretty uh, average for them, 4-8. Four four Eight and four, best season. So ESPN has Vanderbilt as a two-thirds chance to win. Again, we don't like the FPI rankings, but I do this time. This is just for you to go off on, like, to I roast them. I but I actually believe it this time. I do, too. I think Vandy wins this game. This is a model override. Model thinks Northern Illinois wins this game and covers. But I'm overriding the model and calling a Vanderbilt win. Yeah, there's too much crack cocaine in the system. I'm drinking the juice in Vandy. Now, Vanderbilt, I bet against you, strike one. I bet for you, strike two. You lose this time for me, it's strike three, you're out, motherfucker. You ain't on here no more. We will never talk about you again. Well, we might talk about you next week against Bama, but... All right. Vandy's played a lot of road games early this year. They got another one here in Northern Illinois. They've been to... So, uh, Wake Forest, been to Hawaii, and they've been. Now they're going to Northern Illinois. They're on a sightseeing trip this year. They are on a sightseeing trip, ain't they? They've done been to the islands. Now I don't know what Wake Forest is going to bring you. It's just kind of in the Not middle forest. of it. It's in the middle of one of the Carolinas. Hey, there's a really good football movie made about them. Really? Yeah, it's really emotional. What's like, it called? I don't remember. I've been trying to rewatch it, but it was the one where they held up their fives. Like their number five died, and it was for like the fifth quarter that they were playing. I have no other fours. I don't remember. They were holding it up. It's based on a true story. If somebody knows the answer to this, tw- uh, add us on Twitter yes, and let please, us know. Please let me know what movie this is. I've been looking for this for like four years. I watched this in high school or middle school. All right. Next up, we got Houston versus Kansas. Four o'clock game on Saturday. Uh, is this line still a ten, or does it come down? Houston favored by a nine. Okay. Houston let me down so bad, man. Kansas has got some sneaky good athletes from the transfer portal, and they played a brand of football last week against West Virginia that I didn't think Kansas would ever be capable of playing. Bro, Kansas showed me some stuff, and dog, they can be a good football team. It just depends on who shows up. Houston should be 0-2 right now. They should have lost to UTSA week one in a double overtime game. Old roadrunners. 
Uh, Kansas won a big game last week. They win this one. They're going to be uh, they're going to start putting themselves in the conversation for Big Twelve title race. I mean, yeah, honestly, I feel like they could be in the championship if not win it all. Win it all is a push, but yo, no, like they still got to play. The right Oklahoma team shows up or Texas, they could take it. They still got to play Oklahoma and Texas. Texas in the SEC. No, that's not. I'm not yet. And Oklahoma would be too. I wish I had, bro. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, Alabama thanks for reminding me. would actually be coming down the SEC. Coming out, uh, well, not today. Wednesday. The SEC made Georgia and Tennessee cancel their uh, home-and-home non-conference games with Oklahoma. because Well, because one half of it we played as a non-conference game, and the other half would be when they joined the SEC. So they had to cancel them outright. I don't know who Tennessee replaced Oklahoma with, but Georgia replaced them with Ball State. And Georgia's, Georgia's home schedule for the next three years is trash. Pussies. I mean, they got Tennessee Tech coming in there in 2024. Pussies. I'll probably go to that game, to be honest with you. I went to Tennessee Tech for a year. I had a good time. All right. Mississippi State versus LSU. Six o'clock game Saturday night. Mississippi State's favorite by two going into Baton Rouge. I'm drinking the juice that Mike Leach has got in Mississippi State. Bro, LSU's a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, I like Mississippi State to blow this out. By a lot. Uh, At least compared to two. And so I the expect, line's two and a half right now. Okay. I expect if they blow them out, you're going to see a lot of AP love from Mississippi State next They'll week. They'll be in the top 25 for sure. They're already in my top 25. They're in my top 15, I think. Maybe 17, somewhere in there. I don't have it pulled up. Go back to two episodes ago and give us a listen, and uh, yeah, then you'll know. And then you can correct me on Twitter and tell me how wrong I was about where I had Mississippi State. Yeah, we're never wrong, but today Jordan is. Uh, LSU's not very good, and they've got a rough stretch coming up. After this, they got a cupcake game, and then they've got, I believe, Florida and Tennessee and Alabama. And a bunch <laughs> of ass whoopings coming there. Yeah, they got a, they got a bunch of a bunch of stuff coming. LSU needs to get wins while they still can, but I don't think this is one they're going to be able to get. Toledo versus Ohio State. Now, you're probably wondering, what the hell are we talking about this game for? Uh, Well, that's because the model picked Arkansas State to cover against Ohio State last week, and they picked Toledo to cover against them this week. So, we're talking about them, and Toledo's probably going to cover. Ohio State's 0-2 against the spread this year. What do they think the line is? Uh... Let's see, I know the live line is 32 and a half, correct? Mm, 32. 32. They think it's about 25, so a seven-point difference. Not a huge difference, but a difference. So you're saying that Ohio State comes off the gas and Toledo covers? No, I think what it's saying is uh, Ohio State just doesn't have it figured out on offense yet. Really? Kind of like uh, Ole Miss. I got the players for it. They got, they got way more than the players for it. So what's the problem? Why can't they make the connection? Who's the weak link? I feel like the weak link is also the strongest link, and that's C.J. Stroud. You gotta, I mean, he got to play better. He has the capability of making every throw on the field, doing everything. He can win a Heisman, but he's got to take the game. I mean, in two games, he's got pretty good stats. He's 40 of 58, 574 yards, and six touchdowns. But it is Ohio State. Like, 
Yeah. Good all-around team. I mean, they've played Notre Dame and Arkansas State. Notre Dame was good. They didn't hang <laughs> three touchdowns on them. Not passing. Yeah. Toledo's not a great football team, but they're better than Arkansas State. So, if Ohio State doesn't figure out their offense against an opponent with a pulse, then it's... They got some rough games coming up. Michigan, Michigan State coming into town. Look for Michigan to put the shit down. State. And gents. Penn State, too. Sleep. Yeah. Ohio State needs to cover if they want to uh, prove everybody wrong about their offense because everybody's on their shit. Look about for their Ohio State to go 0 3 versus the spread this year. That's what me and the model think, at least. All right. Pittsburgh, Western Michigan. 7 30 game, and Pitt is only favored by. 10. What's up with that? I mean, is Western Michigan good? I didn't think they were. Didn't Michigan State play them already this year? Wasn't that our first week? Uh, that was Central Michigan, I believe. But it could have been Western Michigan. That could be wrong. I'm known to be wrong before. Well, uh, while we check this, we should take a moment to ask you to go to Twitter. Give us a follow. Tell us how wrong we are and let me know the name of that movie. Please, for the love of God. I think this short line uh, has more to do with the Keaton Slovis status being up in the air than it does anything else. But I don't think that's going to matter too much because I think Pitt will be happy just running the ball 70 times and winning this game. You know the – is there any status update on Keaton on ESPN? I haven't seen anything. I think he's going to be fine, honestly. Like, he came off the field like he was just tired of getting hit. Not like he was injured. Yeah. Let's see what ESPN has to say about it. Well, their head coach accepts blame for play that led to uh, their quarterback getting killed. As he should. He called it. Uh, No, there has been no updates on whether or not he's going to play this week. Or anything. Alright, so. With that being said, we are going to move on to Nevada versus Iowa. And this is probably my favorite play of the week. In case you're wondering. By the way, Western Michigan did play Michigan State in week one. Okay, so they got a good running back. Um, yeah. I was favored by 23, 7.30 Saturday night against Nevada. They can't score 23. They ain't scored 23 points all season. They can't. So, <laughs> yeah, take Nevada to cover. Yeah. Most and definitely. Nevada's a better football team than South Dakota State. South Dakota State's Division II football team. Nevada is a Division I football team. Nevada can get shut out and cover. Yeah, 100%. Nevada might could score negative points and cover. Legit. They really might could throw two pick sixes in this game and cover. I can, I can see Nevada winning this game. Iowa is the worst offense ever in college football. Yeah, this is the any game versus Iowa is going to be the first person to get to ten. I have a question, and that is why is Iowa's offensive coordinator still having a job? Because it's Iowa, they don't care. As long as you win six games, you've got a job. He's not winning them. The D coordinator is. <laughs> it don't matter. It's not like they're going to get anybody to come to Iowa to be the mid-tier of the Big Ten and get killed by Ohio State every year. If you look at their recruiting, it all comes from Iowa. 
Okay, recruiting's got nothing to do with whether an offensive coordinator wants to go there or not. No, like that's where they're going to get their people from no matter what. They come from in-state. The coordinator has nothing to do with it. I'm just saying, like... So I'm saying they're not going to fire their coordinator. They got one there. You think they're going to get another one in there? They can get any other person in there and going to be able to score, probably. I, I don't know that I could score with them. No, I, I bet you could. <laughs> Actually, any other guy, not a good, not a good guy. I'm not going to put my reputation on saying you can score. You're not a good athlete. If you were ever wondering what Joe Pat and I look like, I'm 6'4 and 220. That's and a lie. Joe Pat is about 5'7 and 260. <laughs> also a lie. Average that out. You're looking at both of us. All right. Next game, we got Miami, Texas A&M. The average of those weights is still like 230, bro. <laughs> well, that's one or 240. Uh, no, I don't know the numbers I said anymore. Nine o'clock game for Miami A&M. That's a late kickoff. You know what that equals? Drunk people. Drunk college students. 100%. And you know what drunk college students equal? Loud. Loud noises. A&M still doesn't have a good offense. Let's be real. The worst thing about A&M is they're your leaders. Fuck that guy. <laughs> like, There's another one out there, too, that I didn't find and save. I found it, but I didn't save it because I forgot that it was probably worse. So be glad that I played the uh, lighter version, even though it still had me hot and heavy. Yeah, so if somebody can uh, figure out who this guy is, don't tell anybody else, but... Send something to his home address that is something reminiscent of a nasty letter. All right. So Miami but, has the better quarterback in this game, but their offensive chemistry is nice lacking. Their offensive chemistry is lacking. Um, I don't really think that's going to matter too much. They ran the ball for almost 300 last week against Southern Miss. Which Southern Miss ain't a good football team. Well, they're, I mean, they're not a bad football team. Don't punt to Utah. But if Haynes King is playing for A&M, I like Miami to win by double digits. If Haynes King is not playing, Miami still might win. Now, kind of like the uh, Notre Dame game, this game can go one of two ways. A&M uh, hits crisis mode. And they're like, oh shit, we got to get our shit together. And they come out here and put up 50 on somebody. Or Jimbo's lost the uh, young team he's got. I don't think he's lost the team. And I don't think they really need to replace anybody. I just think they need to get their shit together. But here, oh, they definitely need to replace the quarterback. I don't think he's that big of a problem. Like, he's nothing exceptional. If they have something better, then yes. But man, they do have something better. They have... Max Johnson, transfer quarterback from LSU. And they have a freshman in Connor Wegman, who was a five-star. I have I tend to believe that a five-star recruit coming in there can uh, do better than what Haynes King's been doing. It's 33 of 51, 461 yards, three touchdowns, two INTs. And a 33.1 QBR through two weeks against two not good football, well, one good football team, but low-rated low football team and a bad football Still team. Still not the worst, but yeah, terrible. Third worst. Third worst. For, the, guy. for a top 25 football team. Play the freshman. Get him some time. In four years, he'll be at least a little better. He'll be better than this. That's for sure. Uh, 
Mario Cristobal needs this win almost as bad as the uh, Aggie Yell Leaders need this win. The Aggie Yell Leaders need to stop existing. Well, that's not going to happen. I, I like the tradition of the Yell practice before the game. But when you get disrespectful like that and then get beat on your football field and then try to scrub it off Twitter and delete everybody's or report everybody's tweet that retweets it, it doesn't look good. Yeah. You're a bunch of bitches. Uh, yeah, model likes uh, Miami in this game. They think uh, Miami should be favored by ten. So, models taking Miami. By that. All right, next game we got San Diego State versus Utah. Don't Saturday, to Utah. Saturday at ten o'clock. Utah is favored by twenty-one still. Utah is favored by twenty-one still. San Diego State's not a bad football team. But Utah should be able to cover this game. At 21? Um, yeah. I do they do not have an like, electric offense. I do not like San Diego State's quarterback. Not one bit. Braxton Burmeister started at Oregon for two years, and then he went on to Virginia Tech. What do you think San Diego defense there. is just a pushover? I don't think it's going to matter. I think Utah can score 21 and cover. Well, I guess that's a push, technically, but. I don't think San Diego State's going to be able to do anything with Burmeister. Utah's got a good defense. I don't know about 21, man. Like, Utah will win and win big, but 21? Have you run out of time. Have you looked at uh, Braxton Burmeister's stats for this year? Yep. 20 of 36, 159 yards, two touchdowns and a pick through two games. 159 yards through two games. Not good. Looking like Iowa. Worse. Yeah. I do not like... uh, Do not like San Diego State to do anything in this game. Cam Rising's got to play better than he did against Florida, though. Which I think he will. This is a home game. That was an outlier game for Florida anyway. We saw what they're really about. And it's an outlier game for Utah as well. I mean, they're never going to go play in an environment like that again this year. So, no, not in the swamp on the first game of the year. Like, come on, that's the yeah. worst place you could go for a road game to open up. Uh, that's like signing your death warrant, saying I don't want to be taken seriously this football season. The model has this at Utah by twenty, so slight San Diego State lean, but not enough to do anything with. I wouldn't touch it. All right, last game of the day. We got Fresno versus USC. Sorry, Fresno State versus USC. I'm a little confused on this one. The line is 12 for USC. But I think they're going to win by a lot more. Uh, Fresno's a good football team. But what, what's what's the reasoning behind that? What's Fresno about? they got a good coach, good scheme, play good defense. Stay competitive. Don't make mistakes. Control the football. The model has the USC as a 12.5 point favorite, so they had the line pretty much dead on the money when it opened. This is why Fresno State has that line. The quarterback, Hayner, H-A-E-N-E-R, 65 of 87, 737 yards and three tutties in two games. Yeah, they don't play around. 737 yards. And the rushing game is not weak. Mims, 
The running back has 36 carries for 195 yards and four touchdowns. Bro, you were not kidding I'm about pretty this sure he's a transfer, too. Mims sounds familiar. Yeah. He played somewhere else. I only see his initial, though. Jay. Now, if USC covers this, they show top 10 potential. If they don't cover this, they probably could still be in the top 25 if they win, but they don't deserve to be in the top 10 if they don't cover. But this is a... The, if they lose this, I would not be completely embarrassed because it would probably just be on their defense, be their fault. Yeah. Um, I like the way USC's schedule worked out for Lincoln Raleigh this year. Their first couple games, are they're, they're slowly working their way into playing better teams. So his team is easing their way into the season and rolling in, getting some confidence. Hey, you want to peak near the end. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Um, we're not picking this game either way. Like I said, the model is pretty much dead on the money with Vegas, so no play. Or if you have balls, take Fresno State on the money line. Uh, that would be the biggest set of cojones I've ever heard of. But If you have balls, take Fresno State on the money line. What kind of payday would that be? It'd be I don't know. Pull it up. Let us know. Yeah, Let us know at Joe Pat on the bets if you make some money on that. If you uh, lose money on that. Don't take me seriously. Like, what are you doing? I'd say that money line's probably around plus 600. So, maybe higher. I doubt it. All right. Well, we'll uh, go ahead and recap our best bets for Wednesday's episode and today's episode. Here's the official stats with the crack cocaine machine. Georgia Tech, plus 16. Appalachia State, minus 12.5. Vanderbilt, plus 2.5. Or on the money line, Kansas plus 10, Louisville on the money line, Wyoming plus 15, California plus 11, Louisiana Tech plus 34, Texas Tech plus 10, Toledo plus 32, Nevada plus 23, Pittsburgh minus 10, Texas State plus 30, Miami plus 5, Akron plus 47.5, and and Virginia minus 8.5. All right, that's all for us here today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Love you.